Carl Lamar. Imagine, if you will, a world where every meme and comment is fact-checked, but not a ballot. The Kate Daly Show starts now. They told you the guys torching Wendy's in 2020 were mostly peaceful. They said that masks worked. They told you the vax was safe. They tried to convince you that Russia blew up its own pipeline. The corporate media lied too much, and it killed them. The last 10 years, can you describe what precipitated your targeting? Yes, I'm reporting the truth about Benghazi. I was attacked by one of those NGOs that masquerades as a nonpartisan watchdog in violation of its 5013C status. It occupies a highly partisan position. I'm talking about Media Matters for America. I'm sure there's many doctors in this room, scientists who've been attacked by the same people. Um, the same people that run that, David Brock, for example, another political assassin, now runs an organization called Facts First USA, which is designed to make sure that your research, Dr. Hazan, never reaches never reaches the people or the public. There are other organizations like Defeat Disinfo, which claims to be a pack that goes after disinformation, particularly set up to target COVID and throughout COVID with General Stanley McChrystal and the other people that advise that organization. But what, you know, Senator Johnson, it's not a secret that these organizations exist. What is not widely known and talked about is that it's paid for by us. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show. So glad to have you listening. And uh, I know you care about the truth. And we have uh, Susan Reeve. So, of course, it's Wednesday. And you know Susan's going to join me and Melissa every Wednesday. And I always appreciate that so much. So welcome to the show, Susan. Oh, I'm so glad to be here today. Me too. I'm playing that Lara Logan clip again because we're going to be talking about that for just a second um, as we lead off here. And I played it this week, but it's such an important clip. It's such an important clip. I hope everybody can really, really digest that. And also, I just wanted to mention McConnell stepping down. Um, He's just stepping out of the leadership role. The guy couldn't even finish a sentence. Um, And so... He's been in since 1985. Do you think he might need to completely bow out now? Um, But he won't. And uh, so I just wanted to mention that because his score was a dismal 57%. I mentioned, mentioned this in last hour. He's never stood for anything. What a horrible, horrible career. And every Republican seems like stands behind this uh, piece of work. And so he's never done anything for liberty. All those years, never done a single, single, single thing. Um, for you and I, and in restoral of any liberty whatsoever, but goes along to get along and um, and definitely feeds into the right-left game and constantly talked about people going off script. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, he's, he's going out of leadership, which, which he should, but he should end it. And the people should be clamoring for him to end this dismal, horrific career. It's sad. And you know what? When I hear, when I see R and D next to people's names, I just cringe because the right left game is that powerful. It has us believing in this right left paradigm. When I meet party people that are all for the party, you know, they just love the party and, and will say hi to anybody and take a selfie with anyone that's a Republican. They just have zero brain cells. I mean, left. I'm serious. We're to a point now where it should be obvious. I'm sure you saw that news today, Susan. Yes. Well, I had to laugh because his prepared comments <laughs> included something along the line of, it's important to know when your time has come to right. step aside. And I thought, 
Well, he missed, he blew past that deadline <laughs> by about 30 years. Yeah. That was, yeah. Ob- that was obnoxious. Mm, I he know. said that. That was hilarious. It, it was, it was. And but it was, I, yeah. but I believe he is that deluded. Yeah, he is. He is. And um, his career, it's just, he is just perfect for showcasing the party system and what's wrong with America is since 1985, you've had you know, donkey-faced Mitch McConnell in there doing nothing for liberty. So very, very weird. Um, So (laughs) it's just, it's sick. It's sickening to me. Um, All right. We have a lot to talk about. Let's talk about that Laura Logan clip. I played a snippet of it. Um, I was impressed because I watched her testimony in front of Senator Johnson's committee. And Senator Johnson's committee was all about the censorship of COVID information that there were people trying to understand and come out with new information and they were censored and their careers were basically assassinated. She gave the example of um, Del Bigtree, who um, you've had on, and he was targeted for simply attending FDA meetings and filming them when they approved the vaccine and he became a target for doing those two things. And you go, wow, and it turns out the FDA was interested in persecuting him, but not actually doing their job, their real job, the job that they're supposed to be doing. So that's when a light kind of went on in a lot of people's minds. But I have to say, I appreciate Lara Logan, because what most people who don't know her um, aren't familiar with her background, she actually came from South Africa. So she grew up as a teenager in South Africa, saw the apartheid wars, saw the, you know, horrendous things happening there. But then she was a correspondent for 60 minutes for 15 years, but overseas and in war zones. So this woman knows her stuff and knows who the bad guys are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but she said, you know, at this time in our country's history, she said it was, it's like when they said the lights are going out in Europe. Mm-hmm. That that's essentially what's happening now because, as that clip says, it is our own government funding these uh, disinformation entities who say they're trying to shut down disinformation. It is our own government. Trillions of dollars they have at their disposal um, to target us. But she said, if, if you want more proof, just look at what they did with Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. He went over to interview Putin as many journalists have done over the decades, many, and they called him a traitor. They called him a traitor, and all the other journalists just went mute. Mm-hmm. You know, they, mm-hmm. did, they didn't uh, say that, no, that's wrong. He's just doing his job. But she said what's different about now is that we have this advanced technology, all these social media sites, um, and we've never been up against this before. That is what is so different. Right. And she said, um, this is another quote, and yet for almost a decade, I have been targeted and falsely branded and accused of many things I did not do. They've attacked my work, my character, my sanity, and my marriage, and I am not alone. We are many, and we will not give up, and we will not give in to those who wish to censor the idea of free speech. It says, in America and all over the world, media companies, institutions, and journalism schools have failed all of us. And that she says we've used, allowed these NGOs, non-government organizations, to do the dirty work of government. 
the government censor. wants to censor, but mm-hmm. they can't technically. Mm-hmm. So they turn to the NGOs to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And she calls them highly paid political propagandists and assassins. And I, I, I she she chose her words so carefully because she only had five minutes, and she said this is a blood sport for them. Mm-hmm. Their political allies and their puppet masters. They know how to kill a journalist without murdering them. They call it cancel culture. We call it cancel culture. In truth, it's a death sentence. And they get away with it because they have information dominance. I mean, we could learn so much. She could be the one teaching a university class, but no university would have her teach this class Mm -hmm. because she knows too much about how this is operating. Oh, amen. And, you know, I felt that on a smaller scale, not as big uh, of a scale because mine came from local politicians. But ever since I've been on the air, as I'm exposing what they're actually doing, just like she is, right? I was told that their accusations towards me are I'm a liar. Yeah, Um, (laughs) I'm a liar. And they discredit me by saying I don't have all my facts, which is a lie. That's a lie. I actually do more study than most hosts. But... All of those things are to discredit me. They've called me a cave dweller because I believe in the Constitution. They've done every single thing they can to take the heat off of what they're actually doing in office to discredit me personally, to discredit who I am and and the show that I do. And it's amazing to watch them because they're that kind of evil that they're willing to do that to not cast a light on themselves. So it's always about protection of themselves and they'll do anything to protect the evil that they're doing. And these are supposedly good people, everyone's neighbors, you know, fellow church members, things like that. And, uh, and those are the people that seek to discredit me on a regular basis so they can get away with what they're getting away with. And, um, so that I don't expose what they're doing. It's kind of amazing, really. So I've, I've experienced a small part of that. Yeah. No. And, and you are exactly right. Cause you've been at this tar- same target mm-hmm. targeted by these organizations and others. And, you know, all of us sat through those, um, history lessons where we learned about World War II and Germany and the Mm -hmm. Jews, and we all looked at each other and thought, who would do that to people? Who would persecute people? Um, Well, she gives an example. She said, the the president of the United States threatens the unvaccinated, saying his patience is wearing thin and accused them of putting communities at risk. The vice president, Kamala Harris, compared January 6th to 9-11 and Pearl Harbor. Mm -hmm. And she said they did this in order to silence the opposition and justify the weaponization of government. Yep. The weaponization of government. I... um, there was a great article um, that came out just recently. A woman has come forward and said that her husband had been on the, on the Capitol grounds at January 6th, not inside, and he mm-hmm. was even picking up trash. <laughs> and when they came to their house, the FBI, they came with armored vehicles <laughs> and made her stand outside in the cold while they yeah. ransacked the house, and she miscarried her baby the next day. They were standing outside, she was standing outside barefoot. And you go, that's that's just like, that's what we learned about Nazi Germany, yes. isn't it? It's, it's so yes. shocking. So she said, 
uh, Lara Logan said, we're witnessing another, it's called shaping operation to influence the outcome of the 2024 election. And this time, the false claim is, if Trump wins, Mm -hmm. then it will be the end of democracy. That's their new shaping. uh, And it's a way to sabotage. It's Mm -hmm. a sabotaging operation to sabotage free speech. Right. And on this scale, we have never been up against something. I think Nazi Germany and the Soviet Union mm-hmm. did. They were the ones who advanced this kind of huge propaganda. Mm-hmm. United States took it over. But now we are in whole new territory on the scale. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to come right back more with Susan when we come back. Um, of course, stay with us. The Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Visit all my great sponsors. Keep us on the air. Be right back. Listen up, folks. ActivateFIQ.com. F as in Frank, I-Q. ActivateFIQ.com. They have a brand new histamine. It's all natural for the for the uh, season of allergies, which you may be experiencing already. They also have a sleep product that is amazing, and it does not leave you feeling hungover the next day, which is really nice. It's so natural, and it absorbs into your body, and it helps you kind of drift off to sleep rather quickly. And, of course, anxiety. They have an anxiety uh, product that is amazing for those of you that experience anxiety. Once in a while, I even get that. So I absolutely love this product, and um, I love all their products. Their whole C is amazing. Their um, copper and magnesium, everyone should be taking that. And also cod liver oil and beef liver actually helps your blood circulation. Um, There's so many things they have there, and the absorption quality is amazing. Do not buy over-the-counter supplements. Please do me that favor. Go to activatefiq.com, get them cheaper, use the code Kate. You're going to love me for this one because the products are that good and they absorb into the body. It's how the product is made is what is important. Activatefiq.com. Code word Kate. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Make sure and text Birch Gold. Buy your gold and silver from Birch Gold. That's who I trust. If you want my recommendation, and um, I've dealt with different companies, Birch Gold is amazing, and they are what they say they are. And you're going to love the experience. It's expedited. It's amazing, and they'll give you free information on um, on uh, what to do with your IRAs and your retirement, and how to protect that with gold. With gold. Uh, crypt, uh, sorry, digital currency is coming at us quicker than we know and quicker than we can, I think, even think about happening. And so just take the time to make sure and create some peace in your life and make sure you have that text birch gold 989898. Just text my name, Kate. That's all you have to do. K A T E and you're done. Send it off. Okay. Um, Susan's with me and, um, there's a lot to talk about. You want to talk about a movie recommendation. Oh, um, yes. I watched the movie by um, Sofia Coppola, directed it, mm-hmm. Priscilla. It was based on the book by Priscilla Presley about her life. And I thought it gave a lot of insights that we've never seen before about why things turned out the way they did. Mm-hmm. And just what a toxic culture Hollywood yeah. was and how she was the sheltered girl mm-hmm. who ended up in that mess. So 
you know, I thought um, it was just a really unique take, mm-hmm. and I was really glad that I watched it. Priscilla was involved in that, in the making of it, so people should probably know that, that she was in, this was her story, her side. But the one thing I could never get over, Susan, was why the guys that set uh, Priscilla and Elvis up, the, the higher military ranking guys, why they were so insistent about getting this 14-year-old girl who really wasn't that special or in any way, but why they went to bat to get her in with Elvis, to go talk to the parents, to get their consent, to get her in the same room with Elvis. Did you, did that strike you too as kind of off, kind of strange? The movie answers that question. And it had to do with the fact that she was from Texas and Mm -hmm. he was homesick. His mother had just died. Mm -hmm. And he said, none of these other girls that I've met are from America. Mm -hmm. He said, I've just been desperate and just homesick, really homesick. So they had this star in, you know, Mm -hmm. in Germany and he was morose and depressed and they thought this would cheer him up. Mm. So, and her parents were completely opposed. And so they really had to work on the mom and dad. Yeah. I wonder what they were given to. I mean, I wonder if they were given anything. I don't know. It just struck me when I was watching it, but um, interesting. Yeah. Um, it is interesting. And when we were talking about... Oh, um, Mary Poppins mentioned Mary that. Poppins yeah, yeah, came yeah. out hmm. and the powers that be have decided that a G rating isn't appropriate for Mary Poppins, that it actually needs a PG rating. Because in one scene where the children have blackened their faces with soot... <laughs> They are referred to as Hottentots, and Hottentots was the the Dutch name for a group of uh, southern black Africans from Africa, and the Koi Koi, and uh, the word Hottentots has now given it a PG rating. Forget the fact that nobody remembers what that means. You know, no child watching that, even the parents would even know or catch that, Mm -hmm. but and and isn't it funny that Disney puts out so much vile stuff, that mm-hmm. hypersexualized, foul language, <laughs> and that seems fine. But yeah. heaven forbid we use an archaic right. reference. But they would change um, a rating for that. <laughs> That's amazing. It, it it really just defies belief. And mm-hmm. there's a few others that have been changed too, like Watership Down where a bird tells one of the rabbits to something off. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, they've become hypersensitive, very mild language, mild violence and threats. So, um, yeah, interesting development as that is the world's problems are multiplying. They've decided to focus on on addressing um, Mary Poppins. Right, Um, because, you know, that's (laughs) that's the biggest thing they can offer up. Amazing. Um, Also, I... I was just going to say, please get to um, Ordinary Angels. You'll really like that movie. It's uh, It was done very, very well. And it's also something that the whole family can watch. And I promise you, you'll like seeing it. it. It was worth seeing. And I don't say that very often, but Ordinary Angels was really, really touching. And you'll, it'll give you some hope in humanity again. And you should see it without even looking it up. Just go see it. It's only PG, so you can bring uh, some of your kids, I would imagine. But it's... Um, it's really, it was touching, and it was a true story, so Ordinary Angels. 
I would go see it. Um, it's it's worthy worthy of the time spent, and you'll reflect on it for a while too afterwards because it's uh, it's emotional and um, it's good. I actually really liked it. Emotion in a good way, not the leftist way, <laughs> where everything's emotion. <laughs> Be right back, Kate Daly Show. More with Susan Reed when I come back. Hey everybody! Elections in Taiwan, North Korea on the brink. Iran increasing its aggression. In the news today, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves are sort of plunging into this election season. And have you sheltered your savings, investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? It's not too late to diversify into uh, an IRA or 401k into gold. So get that backed up into gold with gold, uh, with Birch Gold Group. They are incredible at what they do. I really love these guys. I love the information. All you have to do is text 989898 and text my name, Kate. How easy is that? And they'll give you some free information and then you can pursue that and do it at no cost. I don't know of anything better. (laughs) So uh, please, uh, if you're worried about the financial instability coming, you probably should be a little worried about it. It is on the heels of of being implemented right now. Please go and do this. Text 989898. Claim your free info kit and protect your savings with gold right now. Thanks, you guys. Put in the code Kate. Put in my name, Kate, when you text 989898. Thanks. This is the Kate Kelly Show. I didn't ask for you. Daly Show, Crazy Messenger song. And uh, welcome back. Visit my great sponsors. Uh, help us stay on the air. And I so appreciate that because truth is so hard to come by now. And um, you're not hearing hardly any of it out there. In fact, um, most everyone is controlled now and uh, controlled on messages. They might give you messages of truth, but at the end of the day, they'll always protect the elite. And that's kind of how it works. And I'm in the industry and I'm telling you that's how they operate. And uh, I've had to make a career outside of mainstream media, and it hasn't been easy, I'll tell you that much. Has not been easy, every obstacle in my way. Um, But we try our best here. Susan Reeve is on with me. Susan, what direction do you want to go in? Um, I would like to just talk about um, an update on Ukraine and a foiled chemical attack, chemical weapon attack, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is an article out of the new American and they said that the Russians have said that they stopped a chemical attack by Ukraine. Now people can say, well, that's just propaganda, but what if it isn't? And what if the chemical that they're referring to, it's called BZ. It's a chemical warfare agent. It's known as three quinsalidinyl something. It's an orderless, bitter-tasting powder that can cause hallucinations, delirium, blindness, and impede one's ability to perform basic tasks. And uh, according to the Chemical Weapons Convention, it's been signed uh, all over the world, including Ukraine. They have banned this substance, but the United States makes it. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, uh, it's a confiscated chemical agent, and it's considered weapons of mass destruction. So they thought and believed and con- found out that Ukraine was poised to use it, 
the agency published a video showing a group of operatives bursting into a single-story building, arresting one of the suspects, and depicted several pictures of small vials filled with chemical agents. So they're saying that the United States um, gave it to Ukraine, and Ukraine was going to use it. So, of course, denial, denial, denials all around. But what's interesting me about, to me about this is we have given them some things, and that's and recently. So you may have noticed in the news that there was a news about an Abrams tank, several Abrams mm-hmm. tanks, um, that was demolished by Russian forces. Mm-hmm. And they said it's part of their demilitarizing operation. So their goal is to get these things off the battlefield. What I thought was funny is that those had been promised to Ukraine mm-hmm. back in January of 2023 and only recently delivered. So they were supposed to have been delivered over a year ago for the big offensive. Remember the big Ukrainian mm-hmm. offensive mm-hmm. that failed? Mm-hmm. But they just got the tanks. And I thought, you know, if the Ukrainians were smart, they would listen to American citizens who say, don't expect the American government to show up on time with what they'll say they'll show up with. <laughs> who puts their faith in mm-hmm. the American government to mm-hmm. save them? It is a fool, right? <laughs> yeah. I Well, I'm, I mean, on the border, the reason that we provoked them into an action against the Ukraine was the bioweapon labs that you mentioned before, right? The chemicals, the chemicals, uh, the bioweapon chemicals, which, of course, came from us because they got all of our money and, and everything else. And then um, the drones that were going over provoked them. And they said they said all this. And what's funny is, is that our government is still selling the lie that Russia just attacked them for no reason. And obviously, when you listen to the Putin interview, you find out otherwise. <laughs> there was much more going on here than was talked about, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And he has said in the past, Putin has, that you know, Ukraine was a cobbled-together country after World War II. It included a lot of Russians. Those Russians were under attack, et cetera. Yeah. But here's something else that happened. This article points out two days ago, a bunch of Western and NATO leaders got together in Paris and... Uh, they said one by one that they are not sending troops or people or, you know, more equipment, uh, no ground trips, no soldiers on Ukrainian soil. This is Germany. Mm-hmm. Germany said they are absolutely not doing that. And then Macron said, well, we, we can't exclude anything, but there's no consensus today to send any ground troops or any troops at all. Um don't and you so, don't you wonder what's actually going on over there, and if I, anything's actually going on over there? Well, I I do. Yeah, it's like anything mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. people who've gone to the western part of Ukraine see people sitting out in cafes mm-hmm. and going about their business mm-hmm. just like a normal European city. So they're thinking, what in the world is going on? Yep. Um, uh, the Polish. Prime Minister has said that Poland does not plan to send its troops to the territory of Ukraine. So they're using really specific language, no troops, no troops. Meanwhile, our government has said, if we don't send money to Ukraine, we may have to send American troops. Which... You know, come on, that is such an obnoxious threat. Google Earth, Google Earth the Ukraine. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Google Earth that country. It's very interesting. Yeah, I I just don't don't buy it. I just don't think a whole lot's going on. And um, not in the way that they're telling us anyway. 
No, and uh, Germany has also said, pointed out that the United States, um, that active duty Western military personnel are currently banned from taking part in Ukrainian conflict. Active duty Western military personnel. So that would include Western countries, you know, Mm -hmm. Western Europe, they're being banned. I don't see how they think Ukraine can overcome Russia at this point. And the media is starting to seed the narrative that Ukraine might not win. It might be a, quote, stalemate, and we'll have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would ask people on the left, how can you tolerate being lied to yeah. this much so often and the narrative's just not coming true? I, I don't see how these people retain any, you know, uh, you know authority. Mm-hmm. You know, they're working overtime to try to loot the country, um, try to decimate this country, and they have to work overtime is my point. Why do they have to work overtime? Because people are starting to figure stuff out, and they're starting to figure out that being called a conspiracy theorist, well, those people usually have it right. (laughs) So I think that there is a concerted effort to double down and the more they double down the more they show their hand the more the more they're showing their cards and it's actually getting comical at this point because the lies are so crazy crazier than any conspiracy theorist can come up with a theory so i think that's where we're at i really do i i completely agree and i think it's to our advantage that they're having to show Mm -hmm. more and more Mm -hmm. of their hand yeah and then we know how to counter them. Yes. So it's um, it's like we're, we are, as Scott Adams said, watching two different movies on one screen. And he said, you want to be listening to the people who are most predictive. Mm-hmm. You know, when Colonel McGregor had said, Ukraine can't win this war against Russia. Mm-hmm. I mean, Russia is like five times or bigger, um, the number of troops. So he was right. He was absolutely right. So we were watching the right movie. <laughs> yep. I think there's a lot more of this. And um, and when we, I, I think the laziest thing anyone can do, and actually it makes the person now look like a total moron, is when they go, that's a conspiracy theory. Because then the, person's real, the person they're saying that to realizes they haven't done any research, any homework, and they listen to CNN and Fox News, and that they don't have a whole lot going upstairs. Whenever I hear that from somebody, I, I lose faith in them as a person. I'm like, so you don't read, you don't study history, and you don't know anything, because other, otherwise you would never say that, because we know people conspire and have conspired since the dawn of time. Go read the scriptures. People conspire. So to say that people have to have not even, not even two cents of intelligence because you wouldn't just never say that. So it's just lazy now when people do it. And now people are starting to finally realize that. I love the memes that say, um, so the conspiracy theorists got it right again. And that is the truth. Usually it is. So be right back. More with Susan, the great Susan Reeve. We'll be right, come right back. Is the Kate Daly Show? Welcome back. 
Hey, Dally Show. Happy to have you uh, tuned in. And, of course, uh, you can stream it live. You can go to frankspeech.com on your Roku and watch it at night. You can uh, go to Rumble after the show and watch it there. Um, just so many options. And, of course, stream it live during the afternoon. We change the time of the show next week on Monday. And we change that to... Um, I'm getting some scratchiness going on. I'm not quite sure why. Um, so we changed the time to 1 p.m. And I just want people to realize that on Monday. And instead of 3 p.m. Mountain, it's 1 p.m. Okay. Um, not sure why. It's getting real scratchy. I'm not sure. Can you hear that, Susan? No. I. It okay. sounds great to me. Okay. Perfect. Maybe it's just on my side of things. Okay. Um, go right ahead, Susan. I know you have a lot to talk about with embryos. Yes. Yes, um, there was a, a Supreme Court case that was decided um, in Alabama, mm-hmm. and it summarized the summary is that embryos, so used for in vitro fertilization, can be considered children. And the reason this has come to fruition is that a lot of times these embryos become. Um, a fact in divorce cases Mm -hmm. where both sides or one of the sides is trying to get the embryo and the other side is afraid that the one side will use the embryos um, alone. So, for example, people know the Sofia Vergara from Modern Family, the actress. um, She divorced and her ex named their frozen embryos, and then sued in the name of those embryos in court. Um, he lost because it was, it wasn't, uh, he lost, but he, he was saying they have a right to be born. He argued that he can make that happen because he's created a trust in their name. Mm-hmm. He has a surrogate who can carry them. So they already have both the X and Y chromosome. They're, you know, living but on ice. And he said he would father them, he would take responsibility, and um, he said leaving them on ice is like murdering them. And so now it has put the brakes on a lot of IVF uh, conservative states because all of a sudden those IVF facilities are worried Mm -hmm. that if embryos are considered fully children, then any mistake any malfunction in a freezer. I mean, you can see how this would become very problematic, right? Mm-hmm. Transportation sure. and those embryos die. Is that like the death of a child? Is that going to be considered murder? Mm-hmm. So this no. Alabama Supreme Court said, yes, a frozen embryo is a child. And it- right now mm-hmm. there are a million frozen embryos stored in freezers mm-hmm. across the country. And that's just across this country. Well, and so it's, I believe it's a child. I mean, I, I, I mean, it, when it comes to abortion, they try to say it's a, a clump of cells. It's not, it's a, it's a viable, could be a viable baby, right? Could be. Yes, mm-hmm. it could be a viable baby. It's not currently viable. Right. Um, and even once it's implanted, it, it wouldn't be viable outside um, mm-hmm. because embryos are, you know, babies under 20 weeks can't survive very well or very often. I mean, it's extremely rare. But they're saying, is do we treat embryos outside the body morally in the same way that we treat them inside mm. the body? And in most jurisdictions, it's different. 
So you can um, be convicted in some states, I believe, of vehicular manslaughter. If you cause a car accident and somebody Mm -hmm. is pregnant, you can also be charged for the death of that baby. Now, if it's an embryo, I'm not sure how that works. But they're really in red states, conservative states. They're pushing fetal personhood and the idea that life begins at conception and that they are already children. So interestingly enough, we were just talking about Germany not wanting to send troops on the ground. Do you know that in Germany, they are considered people. They are considered persons. And you go, in Germany, really? Those, you know, you wouldn't expect Germany to have that kind of stance. But the reason is it does not allow the destruction of embryos because the embryos are identified as persons in their constitution. And it's for the historical reason that they reject any kind of selection associated to life and will do anything to protect the dignity of human life. Why? Because they have the worst record, um, you know, practically in human existence mm-hmm. of, of killing the Jews. So they've kind of said, you know, we're not getting on the bandwagon at all mm-hmm. about creating selection. Now, contrast that with Canada that's doing tens of thousands of euthanasias every year. Remember how they said it was going to be extremely rare in Canada when they passed the law? Mm -hmm. There was a case recently where a woman was confirmed by the court to have had a COVID vaccine injury, and they recommended to her euthanasia. She was paralyzed. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't you know, we've injured you, and now we'll be happy to kill you, help you die. It, isn't right? that amazing? You know, we, Milty <gasps> and I were talking about Kevorkian, and um, and now it's like everyone's on the bandwagon. Like, yeah, that's 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 how far we've gone in diminishing the value of life. Is it's fine to kill somebody off <laughs> for their for their that, own quote unquote benefit? You know what I mean? It's strange. It 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 really is. And so the fact that there are divorces and then fights over the embryos is really how we got to this place. Mm -hmm. But this, we were always going to have to come here to make these decisions, right? And so they said, if these embryos are going to be, have to have to be kept on ice indefinitely, because if you don't want to use them, what are you going to do with them? Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't want to donate them because some of them are used in research, right? Right, right. So that's an ethical dilemma. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is going to increase the cost of IVF, they say, because that is going to be factored into the cost, that they'll have these indefinite freezers. I don't know how much room an embryo takes up, to be honest. I can't imagine that it's going (laughs) to, that if they say it's going to cost us millions more, but... um, Yes, you have to have backup generators for these Mm -hmm. types of things, right? So it's good for us. It is good for us to have to face this. It's Mm -hmm. good for us to have to discuss this. I don't like it. I don't like it. They said 2% of women um, use IVF, in vitro fertilization, Mm -hmm. so outside of the womb. And I don't like the idea of the cost of that going up. It's currently about $15,000 per treatment, Mm -hmm. up to $30,000, which is a lot. And have you known anyone to do IVF? Yes. And um, it's interesting where we're at on the role of creation, what we've done with creation, God's 
way of creating and helping us to create. It is amazing. You're right. And we're going to have to have some come to Jesus moments over what we're doing and why we're doing it and this, the systems that we've set up. And um, in particular, abortion. But I think this IVF thing brings up a whole lot more questions. So I appreciate that. Thank you, Susan Reed. Uh, thank you. Always my pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much. Always bringing her research uh, to the show. And of course, Melissa, too. Um, Midwest Melissa, thanks for a great show today. And of course, tomorrow, Chris Ann Hall will be joining us tomorrow with Uncle Milty as well. See you tomorrow. Be faithful, be fearless. And uh, of course, see you tomorrow. Go to katedallyradio.com. Thanks, you guys.